You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com. Now, your five-day forecast. But we're not talking about the weather. This is Pop Culture Forecast with your old podcast pal Patrick and special guest host Tim Beasley. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk Tuesday. We're already we're already starting. We're starting. Oh, bro! Did you drink your monster today? What's going on? I'm just sad, man. Like you miss the old days when we took our time. No, I'm. What I romanced you first. I mean this. This show's all about you know what's coming up and everything, but we don't really talk about what's gotten canceled, you know. And it's oh, did you get canceled? No, I'm okay. I didn't get canceled. I mean, I'm. I don't think so. I'm still my Instagram. So let's um, let's let's not talk about. What's coming up just yet? Let's talk about what's not coming up anymore. What got canceled? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's technically canceled. It just hasn't been like I, I haven't heard anything about it getting renewed. And it's my it's one of my like legit most favorite shows. And I don't know if it's coming back. And it makes me really nervous. You know. Hmm. What show is that? Beasley and the Bees. I'm kidding, motherfuckers. We're coming back for 10 seasons. So I'm really thinking once we get through this year that next year Beasley and the Bees becomes its own show. <laughs> it's just me talking to me. It's, no, it's... Oh, yeah, Beasley and the Bees. Never mind. I was thinking about Frisco and the Bees. Never mind. Beasley and the Bees will never be its own show unless you want to take the time to record both tracks and have you talking to yourself. Be- it's just me talking to myself, but not. it's all on one track, though. It's not me having an... <laughs> It, I don't change my voice or anything. I'm just no, having it a conversation. It's be, just going to be my internal monologue. I think it needs to be you telling stories, and then you go back and lay another track over it of you just going, oh, yeah, mm, okay. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could just do that on the mic, you know? I could no, just move. I think it's going to be more fun. You just want to edit it. You want to be way more editing no, for me. No, I don't want any editing. I just want a stream of consciousness, and then it's almost like you're putting a commentary track on top of it, and then just slap <laughs> it together and put it out. Dear, that'd be a hit, Lord. What I'll do is I'll have two mics set up, so and then I'll just mute the, the recording on one, and then mute the recording on the other, and just like bounce back and forth, but just stream of consciousness. Hmm. Hmm. And then I'll put one, I'll put one with like some some sound effects that'll make me like, yeah, just scary just tweak the sound like just a like, little <gasps> so it gets like a different Beasley voice. Like one what is straight Beasley up in the bees. What if the is Beasley me mic- talking to the angel and the devil on my shoulder, having a conversation about what I should or shouldn't do in life? I like it. Which one's Beasley and which one's the bees? I'm Beasley. The- oh, you're Beasley. But the 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 bees is my subconscious mind, and the two there's a dark side and a light side vying for I- control of the bees. Hmm. Ooh. Did your nipples just get hard? Ew. No. Is that ew, just me? Ew. Ew. So if you're Beasley, 
and the little devil on your shoulder is the bees, then you don't have an angel on your shoulder. Is that what it is? Yeah, the little, the little, no, the bees is my subconscious. So it's, it's the angel it's and the, the devil. It's the angel and the devil. They're always in constant play back and forth, push, pull. I think the angel's name is Timothy George. No, don't do that. How dare you? We don't need to full name each other on this podcast. Jesus. I'll tell you what, I'll bleep out the George. That needs to be beep, beep. Dude. It will be, it will be. I'll bleep it out. Don't worry. My Lord. Do you want my social security number as well? For oh, the podcast? I have it right here. Hold on. Somewhere. If you were able to throw out the first three digits, I would shit myself. 639, dude. That's not even close. <laughs> Look, I had a one in 1,000 chance of being right, and that would have been awesome if I was. I mean. That some, would have been freakish. Someone tells you that, you you go for it. Who knows? Oh, Goddamn kitty cat butthole. All right. You're ripping up my couch. So we've established that. So what's uh, happening on Tuesday? Beasley and the Bees is not canceled because it hasn't even started yet, but it will. It will be canceled after one episode, I'm sure. No, no. (laughs) Not at all. All right. Do you want to talk about Tuesday? Because I'm going to record. I'm going to record 10 and then put them all out. Oh, okay. You can't cancel me after one if I put 10 out. That's true. Drop them all in one day. Exactly. It's like Netflix. I'm going to drop three on the first day, and then you're going to get one a week after that. That's not Netflix. That's Amazon. But still, you know what I meant. You can't cancel me after episode one if I, re- if I release them in reverse order. <laughs> yeah. Here's episode 15 of season one. We'll see what happens when we... What if I record all 15, and then I release them in different orders? And it's up to you. It's like memento type shit. Yeah, like You have to put it together. To it in. Or listen, I That'd should be say. interesting. Ooh, video mm. podcast. That we could see Nobody you slide wants to over see to this the mug. Mic. Nobody wants to see this. I don't want to see this recorded. Uh, I've got that sweet voice for radio. You got a face for radio too. All right, Tuesday. How dare you, sir? I have a beautiful face. It's a double chin for radio that I have. One for AM and one for FM. Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> There's. There's six minutes of nothing. <laughs> uh, remember when I said this was going to be a short episode? I lied. <laughs> so what's happening on Tuesday? Superman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tuesday. Easy pick, right? I mean, how do you not pick this as your pick when it's on? You only pick this as not your pick when it's not on. Wait, that makes sense? You only don't pick yeah. it as your pick when it's not on. And even then, I, you I might say go sense. watch a rerun. Yeah. You want to watch a trailer? Yeah. Okay. The suit's growing on me, I'll be honest. Yeah? Cool. Not as much as Buckles, but it's getting better. I have to help him. The point of building to small though was to give them a normal life. Not terrify them. So he's trying to go bad. Just tell me which way to go. It's so loud. You're the stranger. I'm going to kill him. So little to go on. There. What do you think that means? What does it mean to you? Uh, what, like what was happening in that trailer? Yeah. What do you take from that? I mean, it looked like he was kind of being like hit by a red sun, like a fake red sun. Mm-hmm. Try to get, drip him, drip him, <laughs> drain him of his powers. Right. He's going to drip him of his powers, you know, just drain him of his powers. So that might be, that might be an end fight with uh, evil Lex. I don't even like calling him Evil Lex. Captain Lex? 
Captain Lex, yeah. Yeah, because you hear him say you're the stranger, right? Yeah. Huh. So, it looks like... Suit. Did you see? Looks like Jonathan oh. can't uh, turn off the yeah. super hearing, which... That it's funny when you think about like Superman, like all the powers he has, like what if you couldn't turn off your x-rays, mm. like if you're Cyclops, right? Or not x-rays, right. but like your heat vision, if you were like yeah. Cyclops. Yeah. It's like, what if you couldn't turn off your super hearing? It just fucking hurts just all the time. Like, all the time. You just hear everything. Yeah, yeah. Just how crazy would that be? And they don't, they don't always spend a whole lot of time on Superman going through this in any of the origins. Like you get a little of it, like he struggled to get it all under control, but we're going to get a whole season of, of his son going through it, which is, is kind of new, you know, like some of the origins. And he's not fully Kryptonian, so it might right. be so his powers might manifest in different ways. Yeah, and so we don't know how it's going to turn out. Whereas with Superman, it's like, oh, he's struggling, but he'll get there. We know eventually yeah. he'll be he'll be up in space listening to what, what everything, but picking out the stuff he wants to the, hear. It'll be fine. The entire world. Yep. So, uh, you remember how many episodes is this season going to be? I can never remember. First season will consist of fifteen episodes. Oh, okay. Is it five break cool. five break five? Is that what's happening? Maybe. Okay. They only have the ninth one listed, so. Oh, okay. I mean, five with a break and then five with a break and then five would be cool if they planned it that way. Like if it's set up that way, like first act, middle act, final act. Hopefully it's not just, eh, we're going to get you to a good cliffhanger just because we're going to throw Supergirl back on. You know what I mean? Like mm. an intentional break, a good place, a good stopping point. Not just uh, we caught up with production and we need to buy some time. I mean, honestly, the way that those these shows have all felt like they've departed. I don't even know if we'll ever see Supergirl in this show. No, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean that. I meant um, if they just randomly switch back to having Supergirl in this time slot. Oh, okay. Like, like I don't mind if we get another break, if as long as it feels like a natural place to have a break. True. I, like I, the, I definitely agree with that. If the season was set up that way, of like, oh, it's going to be 15, we're going to do 5, 5, and 5 with good spots. Well, and I, I think that's, I mean, from what I've read, right, like, the only reason they stopped production, or they, they didn't even really stop production, if I'm not mistaken, right? Didn't they just stop airing? Yeah. Like they took a they took a hiatus in airing the episodes. I don't know that they ever took an actual production break. Yeah, see, filming began on October twenty first, twenty twenty. Oh, and it's still going. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's there was what, that, there, I think there might have been. There was plans to to shoot the pilot, but the pilot was delayed due to COVID nineteen. Right, which makes me. But everything else, I believe, they've just been shooting, and they they paused because of the way that the. The timing on Small Girl. I did it again. Yes. The timing on Supergirl for when she's supposed to be uh, releasing. I believe that's where it messed gotcha. up. Because COVID definitely messed with... COVID and then her getting pregnant messed with their production Right, timeline. right, right. So I think they had some in the tank. Then she got like too pregnant. Mm-hmm. And the, because of COVID, everything was delayed so much that they had to stop. Gotcha. That's when I believe we, we said they filmed those other episodes, it yes. feels like, without her. Mm-hmm. Then they're coming back and finishing production and, gotcha. and release. If I'm not mistaken, I'm just talking on my ass right now. That's what it kind of makes it sound like. 
Well, but I think if they've said that it's going to be 15 episodes to put to your point, I think they've, they've been very conscious about what they're doing in the show. Mm -hmm. Very considerate, very laid out, very planned. I would think it would make sense that they have a story that they're telling over 15 episodes, not just, Oh, we thought we were going to get 18 and now we're doing 15. Right. I think this was, this was the plan. So I'd be totally down if, even if there's not a break, but to your point, if there's if there's a structured story that happens in the first, second, third act of the season, right. and I think that makes a f- metric fuck ton of sense. Because whether they planned it or not, where they broke after the fifth episode, I think it was good at the, the fact that they had set up so much. It really felt like a first act. Yeah. So the the, the break point kind of worked out. So I hope that if they do take another break, it's around episode ten. Rather than, oh, we're going to go up through 12 and then make you wait for the final three. Because that's not really a third act. That's that's the second half of the third act. That's like taking it right yeah. up to the conclusion and then just stopping short. So, And the other thing I hope is that the end no of this... No one likes to go right up to the climax and then stop short, you know? As soon as the words were out, it's right I was there, like, too. you can't resist. That's why I immediately tried to switch it's gears right and talk there. about something else. Come on. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is I do hope the ending of the first season, even if they give us some kind of teaser for next year, but I do hope the ending of the first season feels like the ending of the first story. Um, did you ever watch sure. the Titans? No. Okay. I haven't because I didn't have, I forgot. What was it on? It was on DC All Access and now it's on HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, it's in my HBO queue, but I haven't started it because I'm like, there's a lot of them. I got to be prepared for that. Same thing for Doom Patrol. And I will tell you, and, and I'm sure you've already heard me say this, so I'm not spoiling. I won't spoil any piece of the story, but the for, end of the first season didn't wrap the story. And that was, hmm. I didn't like the annoying. way they did it. It was super annoying. And it's not just because it was a cliffhanger. It's because they came back for season two and wrapped the story in the first episode. And then in episode two started the next story. And it's like. Yeah, what's the point of that? Give me like, yeah, I want a season to tell a story. Even if you set some things up for next year, that's fine. But to do a whole story and go, and you don't get the final issue of this comic because it's like, what if it gets canceled? What if it doesn't get renewed? What a waste. Yeah. You know, you took us on this long ride and you don't give us any conclusion. So, and then, and then they were smart. Uh, I, as far as I remember, cause it's been so long since I've watched it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure season two wrapped and maybe had some pieces in place for here's where we're going with three but didn't do the same thing of you want to see how this ends come back for the first episode next year so yeah hopefully it was yeah. a like they learned their lesson and i hope that superman does the same thing like let's tell a full story and go ahead and put some pieces together if you want to let us know where it's going but i'd, I'd like to feel like like maybe if uh, the captain luther story is the season one story then let's wrap that and feel like we actually yeah. went somewhere and had a plan now, I was going to ask you one more question about the show before we move on to Wednesday. Have you seen any of the stuff for the new show, Naomi, that got picked up? No. I don't know. What? what? It's, the, what who? it's the next CW show. It's called Naomi. It's based on a new character from a new comic that just came out in the last two years. You don't need to look it up. I was just curious if you'd heard anything about it. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm not even, why? Why? Well, I think I know what your answer is going to be. My question was going to be her, her debut in the comic was tied to Superman. So 
would you do you want this show to tie in with let's say it is going to tie in with something do you want it to tie in with superman and lois or to be more over tying in with flash and all those shows i think i know the answer i don't know because i don't i don't know i don't have a clue what this is so she's a high school student that discovers she has powers she finds out that she's actually from another planet that um something like 20 people on her planet had powers and two of them had a kid that was her so she's like the first one to have powers passed down to her planet was under attack so they hid her on earth with adopted parents she didn't know she was had powers when she discovers them i think she like superman had come to her town when she was a kid or something and somehow she like in the comics at least goes to him for help and kind of for training and she ends up being a, a member of the justice league So, with that being said, because <laughs> it's on the CW, if it's going to cross over, do you want to keep it over with Arrow? Or do you think they're going to try to make it totally like Superman and tie into their new show? Like, are they going to keep throwing stuff at their, what, what I consider like the old franchise? Or are we moving in a different direction with the CW shows? Like, is Superman going to really... be the anomaly, right? Like, we're going to do a, to- a totally different show here. No tie-ins, well, limited tie-ins. And all the other crossovers are going to happen over there. What do you want? Now, what do you think is going to happen? What do you want? Well, okay. So when I when I think about where the DC shows are at, mm-hmm. right? Flash is continuing on for at least another two seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Legends of Tomorrow is. Mm-hmm. I believe they're going on for at least another season. I think they get one, at least one more. Super uh, Supergirl's done. Uh-huh. Black Lightning's done. Mm-hmm. Arrow's done. Mm-hmm. From everything I've read, because I haven't watched a single episode, I feel like Batgirl's done. I think Batgirl's Batwoman, getting renewed. Batgirl? Bat, I think Batwoman is getting is probably going to get renewed. Well, the headlines of everything that I've seen is like nobody understands what's going on yeah. or likes what's happening over there, so I don't know. they got to really change some shit if they do, apparently, maybe. I don't know. What other shows are in that universe? And, well, because isn't Stargirl Star on a different universe? Different universe. Which is fucking dumb. That show's great. Can't wait for that one to come back. So I feel like if if really everything that's left is Flash, Superman, and Legends, you'll probably put it in the Flash world to try to keep that going. Because because it's just totally completely different. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about a teenager from another planet, I'm looking online. Mm-hmm. Not an African-American girl because she's not an American. So, or she African. thinks she is. She thinks she is. She doesn't know she's an alien I, until. Yeah, I just find it funny. She's like, she's neither African nor American or African-American. But, uh, you know, a black superhero, I feel like you're going to place it within that. We'll call it speedsterverse. Sure. Since Arrowverse is done. I don't think it fits. And that's one of the things I absolutely love about this Superman is how great the the tonal shift is. Mm-hmm. But it also completely takes it out of the realm of working with anyone else. Because mm-hmm. to me, they've already shown how much he can do on his own. I don't see where he fits in anymore. Mm-hmm. And with all the responsibilities of being a father and all that comes with and how much he's trying to be around for his kids. I don't think you see him in spinoffs or crossovers. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know there's nothing really to cross over with. Mm-hmm. Like 
unless they're going to start a whole bunch of new shows. And and while I'm not I'm not mad at, at them starting this, I don't know anything about her, so I'd have to read it. I'm just annoyed when I hear like they're doing a new show off a of new character. It's like, bro, there's so many old stories to still tell. There's still so many great Grant, I don't know what's going on with Booster Gold. That's a great story. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I guess we're getting, you know, we're getting the Green Lantern Corps on HBO Max. Cool. But like why not, you know, well, I guess the Adam already had a show, but I didn't like him as the Adam. But trying to think about what else you could do mm-hmm. on there without having to like go to brand new material. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some classic heroes we haven't seen? Mm-hmm. I guess if, and it, I don't, again, I don't understand what DC is doing fully, right? Because you, you think Marvel, you think, okay, if I'm going to see something in a TV show, it could be in a movie. If I'm going to see something in a movie, it could be in a TV show. I understand that universe on those two different mediums, are 100% combined now. But with Black Adam coming around, and we're going to have Hawkman on there, Mm -hmm. will we ever see Hawkman or Shaira Hall? Um, Is it Hawk Girl? I never remember. Hawk Woman? Hawk Girl. Will we ever see them back in here? Are we considering it? I guess they were on Legends of Tomorrow. They were on Legends, but they were also part part of one of the early crossovers. Yeah. I'm see. I'm trying to remember this shit too, because I didn't like that whole iteration. That was weird too. Ugh, my head's hurting just thinking about this shit. To answer your question, I think they go speedsterverse okay. to try to revitalize that, add some new people in there, mm-hmm. and then maybe build more onto that. Gotcha. And I think you're I don't right. Think it fits. I, th- I think. So, if it were up to me, I think that you would. Crap, no wonder. I didn't close the window. Hold on. I'm going to get a bunch of noise. No problem. Okay, sorry about that. I left off at if it were about to me, if it were up to me. You still hear me okay, right? Mm-hmm. If it were up to me, I would like to see the new shows have the tone of Superman. So I wouldn't mind if, like, taking Naomi out of the, the equation first, what do I wish they would do going forward? I think you make Superman your flagship show rather than making him cross over into everything else. I'd be okay if stuff spins out of that, like heroes that he inspires, then just go have them do their own thing. Because a lot of the the problem with the other crossovers is like, how are you going to have a crossover? And Superman's not the focus. He's the leader. So I'd be okay if they built the next generation of Arrowverse or CWverse around him. That being said, what I think they'll do is tie it more to flash and have it cross over with things like that but like you said keep that corner alive and thriving because i don't think you need to cross over with superman to keep going and granted they're technically all in the same universe i just don't see them crossing the streams a lot anymore aside from the thing they're doing with diggle this year um sure which is a interesting kind of weird yeah kind of fun experiment 
And so now having read Naomi, I kind of wish, I kind of would hope that they found a way to match the tone of Superman. And I'd like to see that interaction because I don't see how she really fits in the flash. I think, I think what they're going to do, cause she's in high school is they're going to make it more the feel of the, the flash show or the Supergirl, And, and I don't, I don't need any more of that. Like I, I would love to give that show this Superman and Lois treatment, that kind of tone. The problem is he's already got someone to mentor in the show. So like yep. the way I look at it, the Naomi show would benefit from Tyler being part of it. Superman and Lois doesn't need anything to benefit. You know what I mean? Sure. So, and, and the flash and that, that corner would benefit from, from having more shows they can cross over with to keep it going. It's just, I, I don't know how much more of that, that style I can take anymore. Now that I've seen this, they really spoiled me. Like I loved the CW verse. And then, and then Superman came along. And I'm like, do this, do this now. Yeah. You know, this is good. It, it doesn't, it doesn't make the other bad. It's just, we had that, we had that for a long time. So I, I wouldn't mind if the end of the, the flash, whenever they wrap that up is the end of that corner of the Arrowverse, and they just call it. But I, you know, obviously they'll, they'll try to keep it going. It's just like you said, like you try to think of who they could bring out that could carry their own show at this point, since you're not going to use Batman. You know, you're not going to have a Wonder Woman show. You're not going to have an Aquaman show. Yep. And all the, the main sidekicks are over on Titans. So I'm, I am curious where they're going to go. And that's why I wasn't too surprised they brought in something new, like the Naomi. But we shall see. We shall see. I, I, I It just, I think they're going to, like I said, I think they're going to go the Flash route. But I wish that the new shows that were getting approved were going the Superman tone, regardless of what they were. And that's my two cents. See what also kind of annoys me. We're not done. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't move on. Like, so that was my two cents. Like I'm on the flash show, and I, I, I don't think it's happened yet, but I believe it's coming. They're bringing impulse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. onto the mm-hmm. flash, but from what I read, it's going to be Barry and Iris's son. Son, and I'm like, what are you fucking doing? To me, you have an opportunity there to flash forward pun intended mm-hmm. into the future and then have an impulse show like yep. you could have done something like if you want to keep the speedster going you can move ahead in time and then have them continually reference the show mm-hmm. but you're doing i mean maybe they could use the same kid but it's like why'd you make him his son like to my knowledge that's not who impulse is like i haven't read impulse in a long time i don't know if they restarted his his origin. Nope. They just brought him back and the origin is the same. He's a grandson. That's so fucking annoying to me. Like you had an opportunity to do something really cool with that character. And well, I move. thought it would have been interesting. And, in, and in, you know, they right now, you, how, how cut up are you on flash? I forget. Uh, I think I saw episode two or three. I'm way behind. No, but not this, but it, you're on this year at least. So you've seen this stuff I'm with on Nora, this year. The, the, the daughter. Yes. Okay. Yes. My thought Who I was, love, but if you think about how conception works, she no longer exists. Right. But what they could have done is because, you know, they kind of left it open-ended that she may she may not exist, but she might exist again, like different version, yeah. right? If they encounter Impulse and it's his grandson, 
And then they realize that that means Nora exists and gives them the reason to try to figure out how to get her back. You know, like if he exists, then there's got to be a link. I thought that was a more interesting story. He comes back and they're like, who's your mom? Well, my mom's Nora. Well, that just at least whether they bring her back or not in the show, like why they actually bring back the character and the actress, you know that she existed. And it's, you know, it talk about, you know, time as a way of working itself out. Like, but they're, they're going to bring, from them, my, I think they're going to bring them both back as brother and sister. Yeah. I'm just like, from my understanding, like what changed in the timeline because she, she helped save her dad and all that shit is that now he also has a son. Yeah. <laughs> John Mike, that's not how this works. Like that's not how, not how time travel works, man. Like, yeah, it, it just, it annoyed me to hear that. They're making, cause I think you're missing choices. out on a good opportunity. Any, it's an easy pull. Like, oh, we could bring in another speedster. Why? I mean, you have Wally. Why not actually use Wally? Right. I don't know if the I, I forget the actor's name, but I'm not sure if he was just like done because I don't think he's over on Legends either. Yeah, I can't remember if he's still there. I haven't watched Legends in years because yeah, it's just am, such a weird show to I'm me. I'm not caught up, but it also just it didn't feel like when I needed to stay caught up on since they're time travelers that when they crossed over it was just like okay, I just need to know who's on the yep. team. That's all. Yep. It it never. I mean. While people died and people have come on and off the show, it just never felt like the show had stakes to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though the whole the whole story, again, time travel is weird. So when you say like, there's no stakes as long as we don't screw up the timeline, but then you're constantly screwing up the timeline. Mm-hmm. Then what you're doing means nothing. Yep. Or it means so much that you're going to destroy everything. It got It got a little convoluted for me. Maybe I'll give it another shot once it's done or something, you know, but I do want to catch up. Star girl seemed like so much more of an intriguing story than that did like that captivated me. I watched the first episode well after it came out. I watched the first episode somewhere, wherever I watched watched it it. right after you did. Was it Netflix? Can't be Netflix. Uh, I watched it on the CW app. Hmm. I don't remember I watched but, but it. But I watched you, it all. You had hit me up great. and told me that you watched the first episode. And then I watched the first episode and I immediately went, okay, this, like it was already in my list of things to watch, but it, it just got bumped up higher in the list. Now I still haven't finished it, yeah. but I haven't finished a lot of things that I want to finish. And Legends is like, it's on the list, but it's low priority. I'll get to it. Oh yeah. And it's, and it, it's kind of like what you said. I feel like when I finally get around to watching Legends, I'm so far behind that I, I might just wait till it's done. Yeah. Or when they say, hey, this is the last season, I might just start over at the beginning and work my way up to like try to be done in time for the season finale. That might be fun. But it was one of those things I, I binged the first season and now I barely remember what happened. So I do feel like I need to start over. And that just makes me push it even further down the list. Like, man, it's a lot to yep. watch. Yep. But I feel like they, they missed some opportunities there because you could if you're. Essentially, if if everyone that's in the same timeline is gone, like Naomi, why don't put put her in the future? Mm-hmm. And we're not talking crazy; we're talking thirty years from now, right? And even in the, in the impulse timeline, you could still have Grant Gustin come by for a guest spot mm-hmm. if he's still alive in that timeline, right? Like. There's just some interesting things you could have done, but yes, you're you're essentially creating a pocket dimension there because you're going ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So your current cast members on other shows can't cross over. But you know what? We had a bunch of really great crossovers 
do we have to cross over everything? No. Like, it's one thing if if Supergirl comes back and occasionally does a guest spot on Superman and Lois. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. We got those really special, like what they're doing with Diggle, going to each mm-hmm. show and playing a different part or playing a through part. We don't exactly know because he's playing like a fucking cop in the Western. I don't know. In Legends, he's like dressed up as a cop with a mustache and a Stetson. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But like we might be past the time of the crossovers. And you know what? That's okay because we had the ultimate crossover. We had the ultimate crossover. We combined all of the universes and now we've got one and granted i understand the multiverse restarted but from where our perspective of where we've been everyone's together now yeah and we're going to use this earth prime we're going to move forward from here cool well and i think the ultimate crossover gave them the opportunity now by putting everybody on the same earth to do smaller crossovers like like you mentioned like with the diggle thing like have two shows do a two-parter we don't need to cross over everybody anymore. Just like just, what we did with Arrow and Flash when yeah. there was only Arrow and Flash. Yeah, just do something small and personal like yeah. that matters. Like, I, I would say if the CW verse survives, don't give me another crisis-sized crossover until that same amount of time has passed from when it started to the first crisis. You know what I mean? Like, sure like mcu model do it in phases you don't say hey the movie after avengers we're gonna do will be avengers 2 because everyone loved it no no take your time and let's get there right so i would love for them to to say like we're not doing another big one for three to five years we're going to build out new shows see what people like before we bring them all together because after you know it'll get tired it'll get and the crisis won't feel that special anymore i mean that really was they threw everything at it we're gonna throw everything we could possibly include some surprises on on shows characters we didn't expect to see. Don't need to do it again for a very long time. This is a lot for Tuesday. Yeah, want to move on to Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday will be easy. I love you, Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Nothing really is on Wednesday, but FX is showing the movie Venom, and um, hey, for people that don't own it, why not get pumped for the sequel? Yeah. Right? Do you hey. want to watch the trailer or you just want yeah. to announce it? I said it. Oh, let's watch the trailer. Okay. You should be extremely afraid. Thank you for bringing us collectively to this moment. It is a moment that so many have dreamed of claiming. History starts today. you work for is an evil person. I don't work for him. My firm works for him. Are you going to behave yourself tomorrow? I told you I'm going to do my job. I'm a reporter. I follow people that do not want to be followed. What about the allegations that you recruit the most vulnerable for tests that end up killing people? Your time to go. You finished, Mr. Brock. Is that a threat? You had to learn how to hide in plain sight. I'm pretty good at it. But you, you suck. Whoever you are. I work at the Life Foundation, and I need your help. We found something. We call them symbiotes. Carlton Drake believes that the union between human and symbiote is the key to our evolution. 
nothing really sick. I'm hearing a voice. Eddie. You're not real. You were just in my head. I'm gonna need Mr. Drake's property back. I don't know. Why would we do that? If you're gonna stay, you will only hurt bad people. The way I see it, we can do whatever we want. Do we have a deal? Are you willing to sacrifice the one thing you hold most dear? You should be extremely afraid. Just moving on to the next thing. All I'm gonna say no, about no, this we're is we're moving on. No, no, we're moving on. This is me not moving. No, no, on. no, 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 no. Just kidding. What do you think say- of Venom? I think you were gonna say something. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say- <laughs> All I was gonna say is if. And I don't mean you, Tim, you, the listener, if you didn't see Venom, because I saw it though, but I saw, oh it. my God, you're not the listener. I know you don't listen to the show. You talk I'm on the show. I'm listening to you right now. Pretty rude. Like you're looking at someone in the face and going, you're not listening. I'm listening to you. So you saw this movie. <laughs> Hypothetically, if, if you uh, hadn't seen the movie. Yeah. Then my suggestion would be, if you hadn't watched it... Oh, my God, you are killing me. (sighs) I wish I had a different pancreas. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That's such a great callback to a different show from five years ago. I'm ready to get a new pancreas. Let's do that. In all real conversation, yeah. <laughs> Hypothetically, in uh-huh. all real conversation, if you could, if you could enhance something, what would it be? I would get a new pancreas. Pen- I'm not kidding. Penis is off the table. Penis pancreas. Is off the table. I said pancreas. <laughs> penis is off the table, Patrick. You have to pick something that's not your penis. What would it be? Pancreas. How many times do I have to say this? God, how many times do I have I would, to say why pancreas? Would, why would you get a new pancreas? Uh, because then I could actually have all the sugar I want, and it would be processed. My pancreas is broken, man. I have no idea how diabetics work. Yeah. So. Well, you're going to find out someday. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and a happy fuck you, too. God damn, dude. I love it. Great job. You're welcome. Look, all I want to say is this. If you didn't see Venom because you heard it didn't connect to the MCU... Here's a chance to watch it for free on FX. Just in case, down the road, we find out that these do somehow connect. Like we talked about after the next one comes out and Morbius comes out and all that. Once we figure out how these connect. So go for it. Watch it on FX. That's all I got to say. Now, question for you. And then we're moving on to Thursday. 
this movie came out when we were on our hiatus from Hollywood and Vine. So we didn't end up reviewing it. I don't think I've ever asked you. What did you think of it? You know, I think when you're going to score a movie, you have to think philosophically. Right. Where does this movie land within the zeitgeist? Okay. Where does this movie, how does it impact our social norms? The way we put together constructs of our society. Okay. What do we value? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, me neither. But the movie was pretty cool. <laughs> I definitely, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, but I went in knowing fully well that it wasn't going to be what I thought it was going to be. So I went in with low expectations. Thought Hardy was great. I thought um, Riz Ahmed was great. I thought Michelle Williams was great. Like, I liked a lot of what they did. I wish there was a little bit of like his aesthetic. Cause it's like he, he can't have the, the spider symbol on his chest. Because mm-hmm. he's not. Right, the whole deal between Marvel and Sony and all that bullshit. Sure. But they tried to do like webbing of a sort mm-hmm. that looked kind of like veins, mm-hmm. like white veins. I did not really, it didn't hit home for me. Some of the aspects where he like eats bad guys and chops people, like chomps on people's heads and stuff. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. Uh, I don't know. They also, that girl says symbiote really weird a lot in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great, but it was a, you know, it was a, it was a B plus movie to me. B plus. I've watched it a couple times since it's, it's not one that I, I turned my nose up to, but it wasn't Spider-Man, you know, it wasn't Spider-Man, you know, either of the Spider-Man movie or any MCU style movie. I would have been really intrigued to see what the MCU would have done with that. Um, but I'm looking forward to the second one. I will say that after seeing the first one, I'm looking forward to the second one and they'll get my money. So they did at least something right enough where I'm willing to pay for the second one. We talked about this a little bit on Hollywood and Vine News, but what do you hope they end up doing with this Sony Spider-Verse? I have no like idea. Like if it man. were up to you. I, I don't know how you have Venom and Carnage without Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like it's also intriguing because they place Venom on the West Coast. Okay, interesting, weird. I don't know if that was just strategically. I don't know if Venom's ever been on the West Coast or if they ever placed the comic there, but threw me off a little bit. I just don't know how you have that. Like they talked about building a Spider Verse essentially, but I don't know how you build that without Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And if Marvel's doing Spider Man so right and everyone loves that spider-man are you going to build up this spider-verse and then pull the deal and come out with your own spider-man right after this spider-man and no one will love him as much that just doesn't make financial sense to me Mm -hmm. so i feel like if holland is willing to play the part you got to bring him over but i don't know if marvel will bring over this into this venom world so i don't know i feel like they've weirdly They've painted themselves into weird into a weird spot because of this deal, and because they need to you know keep doing movies to keep the rights and all that kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Just weird to me. I don't know what I expect, honestly. 
Hmm. I would love it if if Sony would just Marvel. What do you want to do? We'll finance shit and we'll take our cut. How about we make some really cool stories for the masses instead of everything being about the dollar and being about who controls that dollar? Like Marvel has proven itself that it makes money. It's weirdest movies. It's worst movies made hundreds of millions of dollars. Like people want to talk shit about Thor Dark World. Talk all the shit you want. It made hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. You're right. Talk all the shit you want about Ant-Man made hundreds of millions of dollars because people understand that these movies are connected and this universe is connected and Marvel is thinking shit through and there's always a plan and it's always going to connect and they're going to do as much as they can to make a good movie that makes fucking sense. And Sony doesn't understand that and DC doesn't understand that Mm -hmm. and it's Fucking hilarious to me. But it's also infuriating. I find it so odd that it's not like the Marvel model is a big secret. Like, we we don't let anyone know how we've been so successful. You can just watch what they're doing and follow it. And yet, but we've beaten that horse to death and then some. Oh, so that I horse is glue curious. and then we've made paper mache with that. And, and we, we've talked mostly about DC's misstep. So I was just curious, not what you think Sony has done right or wrong, but what you hope they're doing next with this. Just curious. We didn't really get a chance to talk about, like, do a full review of this movie back when it came out. So, yeah. In preparation for the sequel, figured we'd chat a little bit about that. But I'm good. I'm good there. Let's talk Thursday. Thursday. You ready for this on Thursday? Um, no. I'm up to date, but I'm not ready. Why aren't you ready? It's just, it's getting intense. Have you watched this trailer yet? I have not. Have you? I have. And there was something in the trailer that I didn't know. And it's not something from the show. You ready? Let's watch it. I'm ready. You look to me for the signal, and we go in and we arrest him. That is what I didn't know. That and that. There's only two left. I didn't know that. Our usual case. He's too afraid to talk. No guy wants to talk about this. If they did it to you, they'll do it to someone else. No one's gonna believe me. We believe you. SVU next Thursday on NBC. I feel like that guy's been on Law and Order before. Probably. They they reuse a lot of people because they film in New York, so it's the small New York pool of sure. actors. A lot of times you'll look at someone who is like taking off now, and then you go, "What have they been in?" And then you start seeing like, "Oh, they were oh, on yeah. SVU." And they were on Criminal Intent, and they were on regular, and then you <laughs> yeah. look, regular Law and Order, and they're like, "Oh, they cross this guy over," and you're looking, "Oh, no, 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 they play different characters on all those shows." <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I I went ahead and played through both trailers because my pick for Thursday is both SVU and Organized Crime. I did not know that Organized Crime was a short season; it was an eight episode season. I had no idea. I just thought it started late because it was delayed by COVID. And it was just going to run into the summer. But, you know, I kind of like the idea of we're doing one story through the season. I'm okay with a short season as long as it's coming back. If eight episodes and then we're done, I'd be really pissed. Like, this is, I'm enjoying it so much. So. I feel like it's got to, right? 
Yeah, it's got to. It's got to. Okay. On May 14th, the series was renewed for a second season, 24 episodes. So what if we get like eight episode chunks? That would be awesome. Take on a new new crime family. Yeah, like if they wrap this up, then give me a new story next year. And that'd be cool if they did it eight at a time. It's a new it's a new take on the law and order model. Yeah. Uh, if they don't wrap it up, then we'll see. But I wonder I will say I Oh no, keep going. No, I was just I was just gonna say I wonder just because they haven't done law and order this this way, how long they would have one villain stick through the show, you know. So I'm curious. I'm curious if this is the first case. He wraps it by the end of the season. And then next season, we're off to doing other, taking on other crime families. I, I have no no idea what the what the plan is, and I don't want to know. I mean, it I, makes sense, right? Like, I, I would I would hate for them to come out and go. We're going to wrap this story up next year and introduce a new villain because then we know what happens in the finale. Right now, I have no clue what's going to happen in the finale. I feel like didn't they come out and say it's it's kind of a new take on the way that the story's been done, like the fact that it's it's focusing on kind of a longer case. It's mm-hmm. focusing on, I can't find what I'm looking for on here, but I think it's awesome. I'm loving the show. I know I've read, I've read some commentary out there that people are a little annoyed on how much of a crossover with, uh, with SVU it's going to be, but I like it. I do as well. I feel like if we're only getting up eight episodes, they're, they're building his character back up. They're building the world back up for him to live in. He was gone for 12 years or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Let him have a couple crossovers. That's cool. Yeah. And then in the next season, when he's got 24 episodes to play in, you don't need her as much because you've already built out the team and you've shown what they can do. Right. And you don't need to rely on on Law and Order, uh, SVU, DAs, and things like that. We'll build out our own DAs. We'll build out right. our own team. Well, and and then we can like... stand alone. We can have a couple uh, crossovers. Maybe once every arc, they Olivia comes in, or once yeah. or twice, or who knows. There was that weird one when they did the the uh intervention and he blurts out i love you and i'm yeah. like are they setting up a romance i don't want a romance no but i think i that don't want a romance between them two they've they're just kind of addressing that there's there's stuff between them i would just call sure. it stuff and i like that i mean it would be so weird if he comes back to the law and order universe and they only cross over one time oh yeah and they're just like and then they never talk to each other again so, I mean, this is a huge deal. Especially after what happened. Yeah, this is a huge deal for both of them, that he's back in New York. So I like the fact that it's the backstory of SVU. It's, it's, they talk about him in, even though he doesn't show up, they're always, they kind of bring it up. Like, her, that's, that's her, her story for the year. I mean, she's usually got some kind of B story going on throughout the season. And that, that makes sense for that to be this, this year. Versus they give her something else that she's so distracted with that she just doesn't reach out to him. It wouldn't make any sense. Right. I totally agree with that. Especially since his kids are in the story. Yep. She was there for a good part of their growing up. She knew all of them except, uh, I forget, not Noah. Noah? Is that his? No, Noah's her son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Forget his youngest that he was living with. Mm -hmm. But like, because he was like a a little baby when she left because he's like 13 or something in the show he looks like he's fucking 18 but he's supposed to be 13 or 14 years old so i don't know i like it i think it makes sense i do want to see a little less because i want them to be able to stand on their own two Mm -hmm. feet i don't want them relying on svu and the pull-in from svu 
but it makes sense when you're starting a flagship when a new show yep. you bring in your flagship to build it up especially when it's literally a spinoff you've got a previous main character a previous lead detective starting his own thing you gotta spin it off that way and it makes total sense what's happening especially if they are gonna continue this time slot keeping them on the same night one after another then I don't mind as much because you don't feel like, oh man, I've now I've got to watch Law and Order on two different nights. And it's just like, no, now the show's two hours long. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. <laughs> I don't want to see that in the next season. I'll say that. I want to know that they're different shows. Hmm. But I think it makes sense with the fact that Kathy died. Mm-hmm. And I love the way they did that when they brought Liv in. Like Liv was a respondent, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the way they brought that in because their relationship needed that. Like their relationship needed a place to to kind of come together. Mm-hmm. And it would have been weird if if she was at the bar receiving a word and then all of a sudden Elliot walks in the door. Just walks in. That like would they, have been very kind weird. kind of set it up that it was going to be that way. And that would have been really yeah. strange. Yeah. The way the Finn kind of almost like looks at the camera is like, you yeah. never know who's going to show up. I'm like, yeah. Elliot. It sucks to say, but it almost makes more sense that their reunion took place after something traumatic versus being at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that not, doesn't epitomize their their relationship? Well, and that, that, and how would you explain why he stays? If he came back from Italy for this event, it it would have felt super shoehorned while he was here. What? Like somehow he gets sucked into an old case that drops him into, no, something happened, something traumatic happened while he was here. Not, you know, he found out about some, some cold case. Cause I was kind of curious, like, how are they going to do this? He's coming to town for her awards. And then he, well, we didn't. We didn't really know where he was, we didn't know he was supposed gone. to have been, but like what, I mean, in universe, it, it seemed like he wasn't a cop anymore. So it's like, yeah, how do you get him back in the force? The only thing I thought was, so he's, he been undercover this whole time. If he's been in organized crime and there's no way she ever found out about it. Like he's been operating in New York. I was like, they, I was, afra- I was afraid that there were going to be some stretches to like shoehorn him yeah. back into the show. But when they explain, like, okay, he was working organized crime in another country, I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And he specifically I, came back for her, and then there was an event that happened that he, there's no way he could left after that. No way yeah. he could walk away from it. I originally thought they were going to have him as, like, he he didn't actually leave the force. Like, after he walked away and left his badge on the table kind of deal, right, turned in his badge and gun, I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's been on special assignment with the FBI. And now he's going to run an organized crime task force. I really like the way they did it with, I mean, it sucks to lose Kathy and all that, Mm. but I like the fact that he comes in. He's still not in charge. (laughs) He's still a detective. You know, he's not a sergeant. He's not a lieutenant. He's not a captain. He's not running it. He's taking orders, but he's still a lead detective. He's still the badass we've always known him to be. He's still smart. He, I think they've shown him over the last couple episodes, be able to pull back that anger a little bit. Mm -hmm. He's been able to reserve himself a little bit more, which I want from him. Mm-hmm. I want to see some character development there. Mm-hmm. So I I can't say anything but good things about the show. Yeah. Exactly. Everything has made sense what they've done. And I'm I'm really excited to see 24 more episodes. Like, yeah. all right, cool. As long as something drastic doesn't happen, right. we're going to at least get a total of 32 episodes of the show. Cool. I think the only I'm thing in. you have to to suspend a little disbelief on is the fact that in the show they would let him work his work this crime dead wife somewhere. but but that's the premise like that that's what makes the yeah. show interesting because you already know the character you know how 
personal he takes every case. You know how he reacts. And that's what makes it interesting. So I don't mind it when it's like, here's this one thing. If you can just accept this, we'll make sure we we promise we'll make everything else make sense. Like we'll we'll do a good job with the rest. So I was good with that. They didn't have to bend over backwards to make an explanation. It's just like, look, we're gonna we're gonna take a big risk here or we're gonna let you work this case. And that's the premise of the show. Moving on. You know. So yeah, and totally agree. And like I said, they needed something that would make him come back and stay. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm and now he's staying for at least 24 hours of yes. good content. <laughs> All right. Are you fully caught up? Oh, yeah. Damn, Gina. Damn, Gina. Exactly. Did you think, um, what's his name? With the, the bald dude was going to shoot her for the other guy? Like, pretend? Like, all right. When he's like, yeah. I got this. You when go he came club. out of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he, I thought, I thought he's the son was going to puss out. out he was going to go to the car and then he was going to be like, and then when he shot, but he doesn't this... know that she's a UC. Yeah. So I didn't, I, I was hoping that when all of a sudden he showed up, I was hoping that they were going to like tandem something. Yeah. And when the dude shot, I was like, Oh my God. Like I legitimately, I was laying on the couch. It was one of those, one of those moments. I legitimately sat up and was like, no, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Because even then I thought about and it. And then he shoots her again. I was like, yes, damn, you could survive a gunshot to the chest yeah, or when, to the gut. When he shot her in the stomach, I'm like, okay, maybe when he leaves, the other dude will get her out of there. And then he shot her right in the chest. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. And then I thought about it. I'm because like, I don't think. I don't think anyone ever, like, there's no way that either of them know they're working for the same unit. Yeah, because remember, even uh, McDermott told his, his daughter, like, we're not telling anybody about this. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, oh, okay. He told, what, you know, was it? Wheatley told this guy to go as, you know, trail him, make sure it goes okay. And then he figured out, like, oh, if she's undercover, I, I'm going to be my ass if anything happens to her i need to get her out of there which we might find out is still the case who knows but sure it was weird that he came out of nowhere and it could be a thing where wheatley just told him follow my son make sure he's okay because he knows his son's never done anything like this i don't know i i don't i don't see her surviving this oh no i think she she's dead as yeah, fuck i think so too but, which yeah, sucks it's a bummer such a bummer I, I like kind of didn't like her and then I kind of did. And so then when she died, I was like, I did like her. <laughs> like yeah. the last episode, I really got into her. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, oh man. Cause when she was like running up the stairs and shit, I'm like, she can get blasted in the fucking face in this shit ass motel or whatever. Yeah. The shit ass hotel or whatever. And then all of a sudden when he's walking and I'm like, oh my God. And then she's just nonchalantly in the car. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, thank mm-hmm. God. Like mm-hmm. she's not going to die. Okay. When he showed up to the house, I was freaked out. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well. Bye, Gina. Mm-hmm. It's Friday? Friday. Friday. Movie time. Movie time. Did you see Quiet Place? I did. Did you like it? I did. I'll say this, though. Uh-huh. Someone I was working with at the time when it came out brought this up to me. Okay. They were like, I was like, oh, we were talking about it. Oh, did you see it this weekend? I did. They were like, yeah, it was terrible. And I was like, what? Really? They're like, well, the movie was fine, but seeing it in a loud movie theater where people are munching on popcorn and talking to one another, I'm like, makes total sense. Now, yeah. he went during the like evening. I went at 11 p.m. where nobody was there. So I didn't have that movie experience. I didn't have a bad movie experience. There was like nobody in the theater. So it was 
creepy and scary and all that suspense that you want from a movie like this. Yeah. I'm curious if anybody's going to go during COVID times and all that. I'm thinking a lot of things are opening up. We'll see where people go. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would, if I'm going to see this in the theaters, I want it to be like nobody in there. Same. So I might wait for this for like home release. I think I saw it. I'm thinking I might have gone during the day. Uh, that weekend, it still would have been crowded. I don't, I don't remember it being super loud when I went. So I don't know what I did. I'll have to go back and look at my ticket stuff. But yeah, because either either that's the case, or maybe I saw it and it was loud and I was pissed and I blocked it out. Because that is a movie. The whole premise you want you want the quiet parts to be quiet. You know. Yeah. So who knows? Anyways. Well, even when you hear like you know. Oh my God, do you think he's going to die? Shut the fuck up yeah, over there. Seriously. You know? Or you just hear, you know, rummaging through the popcorn. <laughs> rappers rattling, right? It's like, damn it, dude. This movie is, you would be dead right now. We'd all be dead right now because of you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to throw in one more callback. One sweet callback since you had one to a previous, an old Hollywood find. Got to do it. Call it back. When, uh, Let me make the rickety chair movement. So we're talking about there. people talking in movie theaters. I don't know if you remember this or not. Remember when I came out to Phoenix and we watched Kong Skull Island? Yeah. There was a kid sitting next to me talking through the whole movie. I do remember that. And I was like, this would have pissed me off, except his commentary. He was loving it so much. And because he was <laughs> a little kid, it kind of made it awesome. Like He'd be like, it's Kong. Kong's gonna save her and I'm like I couldn't get mad because it was a little kid loving the shit out of that movie so that's different most of the time I'm with you like oh what's gonna happen oh don't go in there like shut yeah so yeah well that's that's like when I told you when I went to see Beauty of the Beast and there was uh, an autistic kid right in one of the the, that's right like not running or up or down they just they were sat on the very far end of the row and he got up and he was kind of just like moving and singing with the song Yes, kind of distracting, threw me off for a minute. But when you realize, when you look over mm-hmm. and you realize what you're seeing, you're like, oh, this kid's just fucking loving this song. Mm-hmm. Like this kid's probably watched this, like watched the animated version with his parents. Like it's probably something that they put on to calm him. Yep. How can I be fucking mad at that? And when the guy yelled and I'm like, you motherfucker. Like I wanted to beat some ass on behalf of this kid. You know, how do you yell at a kid for being happy? Yeah, seriously. It's just one. It's one of those things. If he was screaming because he wants to leave and he's being annoying, I can't. I understand people bringing babies to movie theaters, even when people show up and that baby's asleep and they're like, "Oh no, she's asleep." I don't give a fuck. She can wake up at any time. Like, you brought a time bomb in here. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Can't stand that shit. But a kid being genuinely happy. How can you really be mad at that? Yeah, exactly. Now, an adult being happy, I don't give a fuck who you are. You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. What are we so, watching? Oh, yeah, quiet place. Let's watch the trailer for part two, and then we'll figure out if we're going to be able to see this or not. I'm scared. I'm stopping it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember the first time I saw this trailer, I'm like, <gasps> he's back. He's making s- no, no, just the noise. Oh, I was like, okay. "Oh my god, who does oh, that?" Got it. That will happen. A bomb, I think.
Jesus. came all the way up here. There's nothing left. There are people out there. People worth saving. Most people had finally given up hope. I haven't seen that part where it almost like rips the door off. Mm-hmm. See, I disagree with that statement. It's like, this is the, the reason why movie theaters were made. I don't know, man. If I compare my, my nice headphones to my giant TV in my apartment, I think I'll get that good sound, that good picture, and I won't have to put pants on. <laughs> I think I might have found the key to all of this. You know? I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, uh, watching it in my house with the with the nice sound in the dark would be the ultimate way to watch this oh and I'm, i don't know if i could I, do it in the dark though. well i mean if if for all the reasons they say you want to watch it in the theater like you want to get scared do it at home yeah without the people screaming at the wrong parts and, and then laughing you know that's the yeah. other thing that gets me is like it's trying to scare each other and then they're giggling yeah so hmm. even though it's my pick for friday i think i'm with you i may be waiting until because I was kind of thinking, like, I wonder if maybe, you know, the drive-in. But the sound in the car over an FM station isn't going to be the same. Drive-in like, I wouldn't do. Yeah. yeah I so, because I do want to see this right away. But. I think they're only doing it in theaters, right? Yeah, it is only in theaters. So I may have to wait. But either way. Just go to the theater. If, if, if you're one of those people, not you, Tim, you, the listener. Don't do it to me again. <laughs> if you're one of those people that's going back to theaters already, then this is my pick for Friday. And if you're not, then it is my pick for whenever it comes out on home video. And I've, I've had a lot to say about sequels, but I like the fact that everyone is back for this. Same cast, same director. So I think, I think we're in for like a true like, continuation, not how do we milk the original idea sure. for a few extra bucks, like slash the budget and, uh, try to make more money out of it just like no there's there was still so much more story to tell after the first one the first one was so much of it was building up the defenses in this house for this one standoff and now what happens so because it's not like they beat they beat the the i don't even say alien they beat the monsters at the end no they just survived <laughs> so definitely ready for another one. Oh, just to touch on that you're right because it's john krasinski wrote and directed yes. one and two yes which is awesome Yes. Like, and it's crazy that that he was able to come up with this. Like, you know, I don't think of him as a as a writer, mm-hmm. but this was insane. And then for him to come up with a direct sequel, yeah, that has prequel bits. Which, to your point, you kind of built up part of this world. You built up the personal aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Let's open it up then in the second one to figuring out how this impact, how this started in the world, yeah, and you where the world's at after. Because we have directions. to get away from where we're at. Yeah, exactly. Working both directions. I hope to God they don't do. 
another one. Like, well, I guess I I should say I hope that depends on where the movie goes, right? Right. I just don't want it to be. I don't. I don't want. Hollywood likes to murder horses. Yes. You know what I mean? They yes. beat them to death left and right. I don't want another one. I would love a really good, you know, original and sequel and let's move it. Let's leave it from there. Do we have to continue to make things? Does everything have to be a franchise? Are we going to have another one from a different perspective? And we're going to get Cillian Murphy's going to get his own show? Like, the only thing I'll say on that, and it's what I usually say, is if the second one, and, and sometimes I say if, if it was written with the trilogy in mind and the second one sets up the third one, then I don't mind as much. But in this case, I'm even going to say no. I'm going to say if it was written in such a way that it could be two or could be three, like this would be a satisfying conclusion and be done after two, but he has an idea for a third, but then that would be it but not if they have to go back to the drawing board to see how can we squeeze out a third. But I'm with you. If it's two and then we're done, I'm good with that. Can I hurt your feelings? Yeah. They've already announced a third. I just, I just read something. They announced a third. In November, 2020 Paramount Pictures hired Jeff Nichols to write and direct a spinoff based on the original idea from John Krasinski, who will produce. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say to that. Say it. As long as the spinoff is not called Quiet Place 3, then I don't care. Because if it's bad, I'm like, whatever. It was a spinoff of the original idea, right? I say you, and, and, and who knows? Maybe, maybe Krasinski somehow nailed down all the rights so they can't make anything but spinoffs without him. You know, maybe that was part of his I deal. mean, it's original thought from him. Right. So. so if he, what I would love is if he says, you can't make, only I can make a quiet place. If you want to make stuff that takes place in this universe, we can work out a deal that I get to be producer and make money off. Fine. But there can't be a three unless he writes, unless he, he gets, he gets first, sh- first shot at writing and directing and all that stuff. Unless he, and then unless he says, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. Someone can run with it. I would love it if the main story was just the same crew, same people. Sure. Writer, director, actors, everybody. Because then at least I would feel like there's some integrity if there's a third one. Like we're not like, oh, I had fun making my two movies and then they can just go do whatever they want as long as they send me checks. Like he would still be putting his name on it. You would hope it would still have the same level of quality. Sure. I, I was afraid you were about to tell me that a new writer and director is coming in to write the third one. It's like, no, what are you doing? No. So it's like, just like John Wick. Yes. Yeah. As much as I love that Let franchise, me, it really bums me out that things are, and, and I, you know, I got to wait and see. It could, it could be good. It could end up being better, but I don't, don't see that happening. I see it being, we're going to get 17 John Wick movies and it's going to be a new writer director every time. It's just going to, yep. like the quality is going to, Spiral. Well, let let me hit you with one more piece of quiet place info. Okay, cool. Go for it. If you do want to wait for home, mm-hmm. it's going to release on Paramount Plus in forty five days, days after. after. It just clicked as soon as you said um, that. I'm like, where did I read that? It won't be that long, so I am happy about yeah. that. I can wait forty five days. Not, yeah, it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't I know. I just don't have Paramount Plus. <laughs> I'll just have to get Paramount Plus. See what else is on there. I haven't looked on that at all. I don't know enough people that will go see it that I'm afraid it will get ruined. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know enough people that are going back to theaters yet that I'm afraid someone will spoil it for me. If it gets spoiled, it'll be my own fault for clicking on a link that I shouldn't have clicked on. So, sure. and that's all in my control. So if I can stay off the internet and not read any, anybody's opinion of this movie after it comes out, I think I'll be fine waiting 45 days without finding out what happens. Well, let me ask you a quick opinion about a separate franchise that I was kind of worried this might turn into. Okay. Cloverfield. Okay. Do you remember Cloverfield? Of course. Seen them all. I was going to say, do you remember all the, the, I can't even call them sequels or prequels or anything. Cause they, to me, they're, they're, they're in the same universe, but they're not the same thing. Right. Right. Like you have Cloverfield, which found footage kind of story mm-hmm. talks, shows you kind of how aliens dropped from the sky and took over New York and a group trying to get from one side of the city to the other kind of deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you get its supposed sequel, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was not originally said to be a sequel and there was a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very specific subsect of the movie. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with the original other than the last 10, spoiler, 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. where all of a sudden you realize aliens are here. Mm-hmm. Right? The aliens are real and they're here and it's all happening. Okay. Then you get the Cloverfield Paradox. Mm-hmm that kind of sets it all up and explains how it all started. Mm-hmm. I felt like the, the franchise itself, and apparently there's an, uh, they might make another movie. We'll see if that happens. So you mean there might be another movie in the works that's not part of it, that they will just decide is part of it? <laughs> yeah. They'll pigeonhole into it somehow. Yeah, I guess there's been a, a, a true and dedicated theatrical sequel to the oh, first film. Oh, okay. But that's been in talk since 2018. Okay. New uh, new writer was hired in January 2021. So we'll see in three to five years if that happens. But what did you think about that? Because to me, that's Quiet Place completely different because you're talking mm-hmm. movie, sequel to the movie, spinoff that we'll see if it ties in at all into these. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Maybe that starts its own kind of franchise on that. This was where I was kind of nervous they might go with it. Is like when you have a movie, it's supposed sequel, and then these fucking weird movies mm-hmm. that tie into the world, but don't tie into the original movie. Yeah. Um, like I, Fast and Furious. <laughs> well, this is... See what I did there? This movie is, I think, A Quiet Place is not that different than Fast and Furious. Because both franchises so are about one thing. So they're going to Tokyo next time? No, it's because both franchises are about one thing. Family. Family? <laughs> Cloverfield. Um, I saw the first one in theaters opening night. Had a good time. Found footage was all the rage at the time. It was probably on yep. its way out by that point, but they did something that hadn't been done with it yet. Like giant monsters in the background. Um, the thing about 10 Cloverfield Lane is... The whole premise of the movie is you're not supposed to know if if John Goodman is telling the truth, if he's lying, or if he's crazy. The fact that it had Cloverfield in the name 
was your big hint of what would happen at the end. Yeah. So I wonder how different I would have felt watching the movie if I not didn't know it was connected, but didn't know how it didn't assume that that's what was going to happen at the end. You know what I mean? Cause I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so at the end she's going to think he's nuts. She's going to break out and then there's going to be aliens. And then that's what happened or monsters. I don't know that I knew it was cause in the first Cloverfield, didn't they say it came out of the water? Um, in the very end of the movie, I don't know if they said it, but I remember in the very end of the movie when they're on the Ferris wheel, you see something come out of the sky and drop into the ocean. Okay. All right. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. why I forgot about that. Yeah. When we, when we heard about life, pull back to a conversation we had earlier. Mm-hmm. Life shows that at the end where like, yeah, something falls out of the sky. Right. And so we we're curious, like, is that the start then? No. Then we got this other movie that they zap back in time and all this other shit and like craziness ensued. The paradox, right? Is that what it was called? Cloverfield yeah. paradox. Right. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's how I felt about Cloverfield. It's just if they had been a little more related, I wouldn't mind. But I felt like that Cloverfield Lane would have worked so much better if I had no inkling of what was really going to happen at the end. But I did feel like if he turns out to be nuts or lying to her, then this doesn't actually connect to Cloverfield in any way. Yep. So they kind of tip their tip their hand, you know. That's where I that's where I fall on that one. Uh, yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah. Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. So my pick for Saturday is a movie that actually comes out on Friday, but I already picked a movie for Friday. And this is one that you have a choice. You can go to the theater or you can watch it at home. Or you can just watch The Bad Batch instead. But this is also uh. on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and it's Cruella. In the very beginning, I realized I saw the world differently than everyone else. That didn't sit well with some people. But I wasn't for everyone. I guess they were always scared that I'd be a psycho. <laughs> but a new day brings new opportunities. And I was ready to make a statement. How does the saying go? I am woman, hear me roar. I'm just getting started, though. I was born brilliant, born bad, and a little bit mad. I just rewatched 101 Dalmatians, so I'm ready to watch this. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> don't have much to say we've talked about it on other shows before but you know looks interesting i still don't exactly know what they're gonna do with it if they're gonna try to make her sympathetic or what i've i've tried to read as little as possible 
You know, it's funny because obviously I, I know who Cruella DeVille is. I know where she's from. I, I, I remember watching 101 and what, 102 Dalmatians, mm-hmm. I think it was, right? growing up as a kid. I don't remember her story, though. Like, I know she was like a crazy batshit lady that wanted to steal dogs and make a coat. Yep. But I don't remember, like, was she a fucking, and she's always played as an evil person. Mm-hmm. What's her backstory, though? Like, did they ever dive into that? Do you remember? I mean, I mean you just watched it, so, like, so I don't remember I just what she does or whatever. I rewatched the animated 101, and then I ended up watching 102 Dalmatians the same day, just by coincidence. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't pick. It just kind of worked out that way. And I think, if anything, they might have given some of her backstory in the live-action 101, which I did not watch, which I, I may end up watching just, just to see if, if there's little, little things that I'll tie. But the animated did not give a whole lot. It was, um, oh man, I forget her name. The uh, human woman, Perdita's owner, it was her like old college friend or something. That's about it. That's mm. all they really tell you. And she shows up and she wants to, she's just uh, counting down the days until Pongo and Perdita have their puppies because she wants to buy yeah. them. And that's all they tell you. I don't think they explore any reasoning behind why she wants to make a coat. I think they probably. Still she does, right? Yeah, that's it. Just she wants a coat, but they don't know she wants a coat or they wouldn't have sold her the dog. She just wants dogs, which they should have figured that shit out. Come on. <laughs> but I think they probably gave her more of a backstory in the Glenn Close live action version that I don't remember. I've seen it, but I haven't seen it in so long. And Damn, the second one's just Glenn a Close weird, weird sequel. That I'm no one, kind of no that. one from the original returned except for her and the driver. Not even the dogs, only one dog, I think. So they, <laughs> the the live action version provides the reason as to why Cruella wants to make the puppies into coats as a young at the young age. The fur wouldn't be as soft when they fully grow up. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's all. She's just a rich asshole that wants to make yeah fur coats out of animals. Mm-hmm. She's apparently Forbes ranked her as the thirteenth wealthiest fictional character. 65-year-old woman has a net worth of $875 million. Yikes. I, mean, she don't, I don't think she has $875 million in this movie. Doesn't seem like it. I wonder if that, this will explore. That's, I mean, that's why I'm curious about it. It's like, it's like you said, we don't know anything about <clears throat> who this is. It's not like some of the others where you kind of, when you do a prequel and you kind of know everything you already need to know. What makes someone want to make a coat out of dogs? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious because they make it look like she's an up and coming fashionista, right? right? She's a, she's, she's like in other trailers, she'd make some designs. You see her sketching designs and she presents them to whoever the head woman is. And then she steals the designs and mm-hmm. it seems like it's like a revenge piece almost. So it's like, okay, maybe at some point throughout the movie, you kind of, you keep seeing her ask like, what if we made it? from siberian whatever oh that's endangered mm-hmm. so like what if she keeps wanting to make stuff out of like exotic or weird animal furs and it's just like a, it's just like an idea mm-hmm. but then as she goes along she gets crazier she gets wilder she makes money whatever 
It starts fucking acting on it, I guess, maybe. It's just weird know, to me. To that your point, it's an interesting origin story that we have never had. I'm, and Why I'm just not? curious how they're going to pull this off. Because typically when you see stuff like this, like a Disney movie where the villain is the main character, typically they do a thing where you, you find out that they weren't the villain after all. Like Maleficent, right? Like yeah, you can't do that with someone that wants to make a coat out of dogs. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> unless make... unless she does nothing like that in the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's just growing in the fashion industry, but you see her getting crazy or some shit. That's why I, I think if, that's why I, I'm so. I really hope they this. don't reference like murdering puppies at all. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's got a PG thirteen. It's not going to get too dark. That's that's why I'm fascinated by this is because you could do that with. I mean, you know what? Is, what does they say? Like the the most interesting the villains are the ones that that think they're the hero or they they think they're right. They don't just go I'm I'm evil for the sake of being evil because sure. evil is awesome. So, I'm still not sure what this movie is going to be. Or how they think I'm supposed to feel about her, because at the end of the day, she wants to. Make, by the time we get to the end of the movie, if this if this takes you up to the beginning of one one, she wants to make a coat out of dogs. <laughs> yeah, I I hope it ends with her being in her like late twenties versus like, and then you know there's, well they got you right because you bring her in for this movie if it does really well just like they did Maleficent, mm-hmm. you have another movie you make another one yeah she's she's. 25 in this movie she's 45 in the next movie and then you get to the animator where she's 65 you know you got 40 years to play in there or something like that so it's just weird because like the premise of maleficent is like oh everything you think you know about her is wrong she's not actually like this but you you can't really i mean i don't know how you do this and you go oh no no, everything you know about her is wrong she didn't really want to make a coat out of those dogs yeah she did i've seen the movie (laughs) yeah she was pretty clear of why she needed exactly 101 Literally, we don't know why she wants to do it. We just know she does, and she yeah. tries over well, and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, that's the that is the only thing we know is she absolutely wants to make a coat out of dogs. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be fun, though. You I got, think so too. Yeah, Emma Stone. It's gonna be good. And she's got the voice down. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny it when you look at like the animated version. I'm like, that is a. I could see her. Like, I thought when they originally cast her, they had nobody else casted, right? Mm-hmm. But they said Emma Stone's gonna be Crota. I'm like, perfect. Perfect casting. Like that is fucking spot on. Mm-hmm. Good job, Disney. Well, and it doesn't it doesn't feel like she's doing a caricature of the character because the character is already a caricature. She's really yep. just bringing it to life. Yep. Like she's doing a when, great job of channeling it, but she's yeah. not. Hey, I'm Cruella. Yeah, like when you watch, the, like I like I said, I don't remember the live action 101, but when I watched the 102, it is just campy and over the top the whole time. And this really does look like a Disney's Joker. Yeah. Obviously it's not going to be Joker, but it's Disney's Joker. Like True. You're I think you're going to believe at least from what I've seen, you're going to believe her in this. She's not going to be a cartoon character. She's going to channel that cartoon yeah. character. She's going to take but but make it real. So I'm excited. Well, and that's why cool. the way they look like to me that they're setting it up is like she keeps getting screwed over and over mm-hmm. and over again and nobody takes her serious and her talent and then somehow she gets to show that, but it also looks like there might be a heist or something going on, or mm-hmm. she might put together a crew. I don't really know what's going on there, but I think that's how you maybe make her into the anti-hero, right? right. You make her into the hero of her own movie is someone else is being a dick to her. Right. So she's going to be a dick back. She's going to get her vengeance, but it might also lead to that first crack in who she is that leads her to want to kill puppies for a suit uh, or for a coat, you know, right? Like, 
So it's a, it's a weird thing to end anything with, with killing puppies to make a coat. But I think they're going to do a great job. I don't know what the story is exactly going to be, but I can't imagine. It's not, it's not Mulan, right? Mm-hmm. Where you mm-hmm. take out all the amazing bits. There's a brand new story. Yeah. Like, unless you all of a sudden have her kill puppies in this movie, which they're not going to do with a PG-13 rating, no. you can't really mess it up. Yeah. You're only telling the story for the first time. We have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. You take Mushu out of Mulan, you don't have Mulan. Right. Sorry. If they had done the Mulan remake from the point of view of the villain. You said the Mulan remake? Yeah, if they had done the remake, in quotes, of That'd Mulan from the point of view of the villain, then I think you don't get so upset when they make changes, right? We're telling a different story. True. You know. I don't think anybody wants to see that one, but... No, I don't either. The the, <laughs> the villain is not iconic like Corilla. My point being is you can take liberties when you're changing the point of view. Yeah. When If you're going to just... We're going to take this animated movie and do a live-action version of it. You can't change the whole story. You can't make 101 Dalmatians and then it turns out that she's the hero. <laughs> you know? Right. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah, there's things you can do. But but there's still enough that looks like they kept like the car and the way she drives it and her look, the way she talks. There's enough that it does feel like, yeah, that's Cruella. It's just a young Cruella yep. and she's not animated. So, yep. I'm intrigued. I'm, I, I am intrigued. Disney, I am as well. Get my money I will not be paying to watch it on the first no, week, but I'm, I am also going to absolutely wait. This is my pick for people that like to light money on fire. Yeah, no. People with it, Disney Plus that want to pay it, for movies that they're going to get in a couple weeks, go for it. Watch it on if Saturday. If anybody wants back. to watch this and you're going to pay for it, I will provide you a Zoom link that you can share your screen there to you go. so Absolutely. that we can watch it together. We can have and that. I will send you some delicious popcorn. Yeah, we'll have a Hollywood and Vine watch party. No, yeah, we'll have a pop culture forecast watch party. What show is this? Sure. What day is this? Holy shit. Where are we at? <laughs> Hey, I love how we up. said this This one will be a short one at an hour and 32 minutes. This might have been the longest one we've ever done. I honestly thought it would be 30 minutes. And and most of the conversation has nothing to do with the days. Well, it happened. I want to talk about Law & Order some more. Thanks for listening. Drop us a line at popcultureforecast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at popcultureforecast and on Twitter at popculture, the number four, cast. Pop Culture Forecast is a proud member of the Radio Free Podcasting Network. For more information and to find other great podcasts, visit radiofreepodcasting.com. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Pop Culture Forecast. And until then, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. This movie came out when we were on our hiatus from... Hiatus? Hiatus? Why do I always say that word different? Our hiatus. This movie came out while we were on hiatus. I almost did it again.